10 the podcast, 10 minutes every 10 days. My name is John Wilkerson, and for the fourth time, I have Rick Lee James joining me. Rick, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's always good to be on 10 the podcast. Well, you know, if you get up to 10 times, I owe you a t-shirt, so we're Ooh. probably going to have to stop at nine. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have Rick on because he is crowdfunding another album. And I mean, it is this is the second album that you've crowdfunded, right? Uh, It's the second album that I've done crowdfunding on, but it's the first one that I'm doing all of it entirely myself. The last one I did, um, actually, Lifeway Worship did a huge part of the expense on that one, so I didn't have to crowdfund nearly as much. Uh, this time, I'm crowdfunding it all myself because it's an independent project completely, and so I'm trying to raise about $10,200 uh, just to cover the cost of recording the album. So... Uh, so yeah, it's a it's a big endeavor this time. It feels like the first time in some ways because this is the first time using Indiegogo. I've used Kickstarter before. I've used GoFundMe, uh, but this is the first time using Indiegogo. And so far, far I really like it. It's a really good platform for for music. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't really think about how much money it takes to make an album. And your your previous album. It had the whole, you had the whole Nashville sound. You were in Nashville studios. So the price was probably even higher than, than what, what, what it costs right now. And, and I've heard stories about artists that are signed to major labels and basically the label pays for them to record the album and they don't really get any money from the sales. And the only way that they make money is by touring. Yeah. So, so I think. I really like the the crowdfunding option, and I'm glad that you're doing this because I think it gives people an idea, number one, of how much it costs, mm-hmm. and number two, how much work goes into it, really. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, it's it's amazing. It seems like a, a – it sounds like a lot, too, when I say, wow, I need to raise $10,000 and I have 30 days to do it, um, and, and that is a huge amount. And, uh, you know, it, the jury's out whether or not I'm going to make it. I, I pray I do. I hope I do. But um, at the same time, I've got two other friends who are crowdfunding right now, and they're asking for closer to twenty thousand dollars for <laughs> for their albums, and uh, and they are doing it, you know, in Nashville. And I and uh, Andrew Osinga, who I just had on my podcast, it was amazing. He he's asking, I think, for around twenty thousand, and in twenty four hours, he had almost half of it funded. It was amazing. It just you know the kind of reach that he did on Kickstarter and the kind of following that he has. Now, me, on the other hand, um, I'm I'm not at 24 hours yet, but I feel like it's been a pretty good first day where we've uh, we've actually gotten five hundred and thirty five dollars raised so far, which is five percent of the goal. Um, so I'm I'm really excited about that being the first day. And I, and I just pray and hope that we'll continue adding donors. Um, and yeah, so I'll, I'll let you go back to asking questions again. I, I take yeah, over the well- show. If you get five percent a day, you'll meet your goal early. So, yeah. so that's that, that that's a that's a good pace, I think. All right. So, the you sent me a couple sample songs, and mm-hmm. the one thing I noticed is that the sound is very different from mm-hmm. your last album and even the one before that. 
I think uh, basement psalms you actually did in your basement, right? You, did you record that yourself in your basement? No, that was actually a live concert in a theater, and so okay. everything everything was on the spot and it was live, and, uh, and it was just me and a guitar and a loop machine. So everything I did, uh, the the mistakes that were there were there because it was a live show. Yeah. Okay. So so you had that live sound for the first album, and then the second album was, I mean the great production what you would expect mm -hmm. from uh you know going into a studio in nashville and you had a lot of other uh very talented artists working with you on yes. that album so but, so much thanks to lifeway worship for that because they they footed most of the bill for that album and and did it they do everything first class and it was amazing the studios were great world-class musicians just all of it and it was done so quickly but yeah yeah and now you're you're recording with Old Bear Studios out mm -hmm. in Buffalo, New York. And I yep. have listened to a couple of albums that they've done, and they really have this signature sound mm -hmm. that is I really don't know how to describe it. You you recorded some video in the in the studio, which is which you don't expect from a studio because it's open. Mm -hmm. It's it's pretty open and it really gives I think it gives the album a uh, kind of uh a livelier sound, a more mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it. It sounds a little bit more more active if you will. Uh, would mm -hmm. you I mean is is that how you would would you how would you describe it I guess? Well, yeah, they do things much differently. Um, I can I can describe the the difference in the process a, a bit too, because that might help for some understanding of of what goes into it. Uh, when you go into like some of the studios that we used in Nashville, where you have people that um, it, it's almost like a sound factory. To be honest, you go in and you get guys that are are so good at what they do, and and they get paid a lot of money to do it and to do it well and to do it fast. So you'll go in and record like eight songs in a day. I mean, and it's just, it's just amazing wow. to listen to it like one time on your iPhone or something to hear kind of your scratch song. And then they go in, they record it and, and you're done and everybody records all at once, you know, and it's, it's just a really fast process. Um, you know, and then I add some electric guitar stuff in there and put my vocals in later on. Um, but most of it's done in like one day in a studio. Um, for a project like this, uh, it's such a huge studio with so many different instruments and so much space. Um, the way that Chris Hoisington, who is the producer, likes to record, um, it's we do fewer instruments at a time, and then we start adding layers to it and trying to kind of think and imagine. And it's a, it's a much more creative process to it, and there's much more of like putting your own stamp on it. And the mark of a good producer is that he kind of listens for your sound and sort of what makes you sound like you, which is one thing I really wanted out of this album. Um, as much as I loved, and I still love that last album, Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations, that, I mean, that might be, <laughs> that might be the greatest thing I ever do. Who knows? But, um, but this was just something I wanted, uh, just because it has this real rootsy, uh, feel to it. It's almost got like a throwback sound in some ways. Yeah. Uh, when we did the song Thunder, which I've already sent to you because you donated. And, and so I was so excited to, to get to send those out, um, to people when they donate to the album. Um, it, 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 it was written in the seventies. The song was by Rich Mullins. And then it was updated recently by Lowell Alexander and Phil Nash. And it, uh, it, it, kind of feels like that era a little bit 
uh, I feel yeah. like, of, of what I you hear so. in that recording. And it was very intentional. You know, we didn't want it to sound like something that was maybe just coming out right now and would be uh, the freshest thing. We wanted it to have that kind of throwback sound. So to me, it's almost like a, a feel of that song. It almost has like a, a walking into a Western, you know, because <laughs> the song even talks about, you know, you walked in when the prophets had grown tired of being so inspired, but rarely being heard. And there's like an upright bass in the beginning with an acoustic guitar. And then the song just keeps building and building and it gets bigger until by the end, it's full on, you know, like electric guitar and bass and everything. And we, we added a lot of layers to it. Um, but yeah, it's got a real different, almost retro type sound to it, which I love. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm not a big audiophile, but I did, it really has a different, like you said, a more rootsy, a more earthy sound to it mm -hmm. than, it doesn't sound, uh, it, it, it doesn't sound produced. I guess that's, I know it is produced, but it doesn't mm -hmm. sound produced. You know, it sounds yeah. like a bunch of guys sat down in a room like, like they used to do and just yeah. recorded everything. <laughs> at the yeah. same time. And and that's that's a that's a nice sound I think. I like that sound. Yeah. Well, and and even the the second song, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to them both, but the second song was even a little different because it's kind of a country shuffle type sound to it. Uh and yet what you would think drummers would know, you know, you like grab your sticks and you kind of do like a train track, chicka 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 chicka, you yeah. know, type sound. But even with that, Chris decided, no, we're going to try to like play a snare, but we're going to do it with our hands. And we're going to do like a almost a hand drum type feel to it. And it sounded really cool. And we got to put dobro on it. And I got to play the electric guitar. I think I played all the guitars on, on both of these songs, except for just a couple electric parts. But um, yeah, it was so that was just fun to be able to kind of explore new things. Um, and that makes that's something different about this too. We take about a, a full day for each song, uh, which is why it takes so long in the studio and why it costs so much. Because by the time you get all the musicians in there and you're paying for studio space and uh, all that goes into that, plus they're making videos at the same time. So uh, it's it's a really fun thing to be able to do. You're not only getting an album, but you're sort of getting video documenting the process of everything you're doing, too. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of put that out as you release a song. Here's another video that goes along with it. Um, so it's actually a pretty inexpensive project for what we're getting. Um, I know, it again, it sounds like just a tremendous amount, like, wow, $10,000. But I, I'm actually, that doesn't even cover the cost of printing the CDs or any of the things that go into it after the recording's done. This is just to cover, like, all the studio stuff. So yeah, it can yeah. be a pretty huge endeavor. So, so you mentioned that you were doing a song that was written by Rich Mullins, and you have... You've released a couple videos and even mentioned on your podcast just how how blown away that you were when when you were chosen to to record one of these songs. Yeah, and this song is actually going to that song is also going to be on. If am I right, it's going to be on another album as well, a compilation album of of some unpublished songs by Rich. Um, actually not at this point. I don't know that it is. Uh, there's, there's actually a compilation going on that I know of that actually has some of Rich's classic famous songs on it that other artists are doing. Uh, okay. but as at this point, I'm, I'm kind of looking for and hoping to shop it around to someplace that's interested. The way this is kind of working at this point, um, they've had one other of these sort of lost songs of Rich 
um, to be released so far. I'm the second one. Uh, and the first one was done by Mac Powell from Third Day with Matt Marr and Ellie Holcomb. The three of them did a, a trio together singing a song called The Joy of Jesus by Rich. And they released that this past September on the 20th anniversary of Rich's death. And so I think the idea is rather than do something which is a huge endeavor and try to make like let's get all these artists together and make re, you know do all these songs that nobody's ever heard before yeah. uh, and, unless you've heard the cassettes i think the idea that randy who is the publisher um i think i think what he wanted to do was just try to find an artist at a time and try to get these out there so there's actually a chance i'm going to do more than one uh rich mullen song that's kind of going to depend on on time and and just exactly what we want to fill out the album with but we really felt like this song thunder set the tone that we wanted for the album uh, specifically because the the chorus says it sounded like thunder when you cleared the temple and one thing that i was thinking going into this was i wanted to do some worship music for the church um and, and things for congregations that maybe shook things up and, and and in a sense cleared the temple in some ways um sure. there's a sense in which we we repeat ourselves a lot in worship music and we say the same things and cover the same topics again and again and yet there's certain things that we don't so i'm really trying on this album to do what I think would be a very rich type thing, a Rich Mullins type thing of kind of pushing the envelope on the types of songs we sing. So I really want to deal with things like um, loving our enemies and praying for those who persecute us. And I want to deal with things like like um, laments. Like there's one song that actually mm -hmm. is from the, the book of Psalms, um, from the prayer Jesus prays on the cross, my God, why have you forsaken me? And so trying to put things, you know, when you know that those Psalms were intended to be sung by the people of God, um, it, it's something that I think we need to challenge ourselves with. And it, it may not be something that's, you know, fitting for top 40 Christian radio, but I think it might be something that actually has, um, it maybe fills a need in the church that we need to have. And I'm, I'm even trying to put a song, hopefully, that I wrote that is about when, you know, my wife and I over the past year, year and a half, as you know, we, we've gone through three miscarriages and, you know, just that loss and that hurt. And so there's even a song that that deals with, you know, it's based around the theme of the Lord is my shepherd and he's walking with us through the valley of the shadow of death, mm -hmm. you know, and, and um, so there's things like that that I want to deal with that we're we're trying to go some some dark places and some low lows and some high highs. And um, so all that is to say, hopefully that a little bit of this is to do some of that temple clearing, maybe making a way to have some space for things that maybe we need to sing about together that we don't always do because it's not necessarily fun <laughs> at times. It It's amazing because so, so many, so many Christians want to, and, and this may seem like it's coming out of left field, but I, I think you'll see where I'm going with this in a minute. So many people want to make, especially Christians want to make a political statement one way or another. Mm -hmm. But when you just preach Jesus and preach the Bible, you're making a political statement. You don't need right. to say anything else. You don't need to say anything about a person, a party, or a platform. All you need to do is preach Jesus. And, and, and right then and there, 
you're making a political statement. And mm. it almost feels to me, and, and like I said, I've listened to you talk about this. I've watched you write about this. It sounds like you're, you're, you want to make, you want to make a statement. You want to make a statement that is, that is pro-Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you want that statement to, to challenge the church. And I think we do need that in music. I think you're right. And, uh, I'm, I'm glad you're doing this album. It's, it's why I'm supporting it. And I think more people need to support independent artists because so much of what we hear on the radio is it's a formula, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and people want to say they're writing there, there might be one or two songs on an album that are, uh, that, that are honestly coming from the artist. But if it's going to go on the radio, <laughs> That there, there's a formula to it in order to get it played, and 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 I'm glad that when you write music, the formula is okay. What does Jesus want to say with this music more than anything sure. else? Sure. So, yeah, um, well, I I appreciate that. I hope that's what we're trying to do. I hope so too, uh, and I think you are. Like I said, that's why that that's why I'm supporting uh, the album. Okay, so to wrap up, um, you've got two songs recorded already mm-hmm. it's going to be a 10 song album is that right or have you got 10 more to go uh no eight more to go and uh, i think that's all we're going to have time for in the the time and money allotted <laughs> okay to do but yeah okay so so people should be looking out for uh for well, you can't record anymore until you get, until you get the money, right? So <laughs> right. I was going to say, people should be looking out for more songs right. to be released. But <laughs> Yeah, well, actually, I'm scheduled to go back into the studio in March. And so right. my initial payment, I've got to pay about half of, of that $10,000 when I go in. And then the rest is due when it's all mixed and mastered. So it's not a it's not a huge amount of time. I'm hoping I don't have to take out a big loan to do it. I'm, I'm really hoping that, that people will help. But I, if you don't mind, can I tell people real quick about some of the things they can get whenever they donate. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. One really cool thing about Indiegogo is that you can get perks for things when you donate. You have the option of just giving and you don't have to ask for any perks or anything. But I really wanted to do something where I wanted to give something back to people. So when you're, you know, I wanted to give gifts to people that if it was, um, a person that I really liked, like, this is a gift that I want to give you, <laughs> you know, like, so at Christmas, you pick, you try to think about the person and you try to think of things they might really like and really dig. And so I really tried this time to do that and to try to come up with some perks when you give at certain levels that would be like things you wouldn't get just everywhere. So we've got like the single download thing. So if you pay $5, you can download the song Thunder. And and I thank you for that. Or you can download a different song for $5, the other one that we did. So we only have two songs recorded right now that are completely finished. Um, but then there's another level, you know, where you get other CDs I've made or, or the book I've written. Um, you can sign up for the digital album. You can sign up for the physical CD when it comes out at different levels. Um, but you also, if you keep scrolling, Scrolling down, um, you'll start seeing things like podcast exclusive because I host the Voices in My Head podcast, and I already have it planned that when I go to Nashville this summer or this uh, spring, actually, for the National Worship Leader Conference, I'm going to be meeting with some of Rich Mullins' friends and producers and co-writers and people. We're going to be recording an exclusive podcast um, at the $50 level that you can only get 
like if you donate at that level, I'm not releasing it on my regular show or anything mm-hmm. like that. It'll be like a special edition of that. Um, I have this. I have T-shirts that were were made just because of the Rich Mullins book release that came out last year, and I only have one to give away. Uh, there was very few of those made, um, and and then I have perks like um, I call them customized for you, where I'm actually giving people. Um, things from my own collection so I can customize a book for you. And what I'll do is I'm going to take a book from my own bookshelf if you select this option. And you not only get the book, but you also get the full album and and you get your name on the album website and things like that. But I'm going to find like a book that has meant a whole lot to me. And actually, I'm I'm a little sad about doing it in some ways because these are things that I really love and have (laughs) have really had an effect on me. But But I really, I like, I'm trying to think about if I could give something to somebody that has really had depth and meaning to me. Um, So I might take a book like something that has just, you know, turned my world around for Christ or something, and and I'll write you a letter about why this has been so uh, formative in me. And so I have an option for a a, a book option to customize for you. I have a music option where I'll do the same thing with music and maybe send you CDs that have been influential or a record or something. Um, And then I have the comic book option because I have so many comic books. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'll be like, I really dig this one because of that. There's the movie option where I'll pick a film that has really been formative for me and send it to you. So there's a limited number of those. I have things like Let's Make Pancakes. You can come to my house and I'm going to give you my secret pancake recipe and we'll make pancakes together. I have options for writing a song together. Um, I have just many different things. I'm even giving away a guitar. Um, and I have like handmade bowls that are, you know, I have a, a, a wood crafting artist that's working on it to make it specifically for this. So there's more and more. So I just encourage people to go to the page and I don't know if you have a link you can put in your show notes or not. Yes, but, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I'm giving away my very first guitar that I ever learned how to play on. Um, if if people give it that level I almost hope they won't give it that level because I kind of like to keep it but at the same time I really (laughs) want to get this album made Um, so there's just all kinds of things like that there's perks where you can pay at a certain level and come and spend two days in the recording studio with us um, so anyway, I know we're going over 10 minutes. I'm sorry about that, but that's, I, just check out the website. I really thought long and hard about what kind of gifts to give away to people when they give. So I hope that you'll like them. And I have to say that I was at Rick's house over the summer and I didn't get pancakes. So, <laughs> you know, you left too uh, early. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Well, you, like you said, we, we are over 10 minutes. That's okay. This is a double, this is a double feature podcast. Uh, I always make time for my friends. So, um, you did, uh, the, the Indiegogo link is kind of, kind of squirrely. So yeah. if you head over to strugglingforpurpose.com slash thunder, uh, you'll be able to find the link for, uh, Rick's Indiegogo, uh, there on the website. And, and- Rick, Yep, and rickleyjames rickleyjames dot com is another way. It's right there on the front page. Uh, my Facebook has it, uh, Twitter, everywhere. Just look up my name, and you'll find it too. So, but yeah, even if you and what I've been doing is just because I can't remember it either. I just type in Rickley James Indiegogo when it comes up. So yeah, right. Uh, if you punch that into Google, it's like the first one at the top. So right. so there's plenty you can find it if you're looking for it. Um. Rick, thank you for uh, making music that uh, not only, uh, you know, helps me 
tap my feet and move my feet, but also moves my soul. Uh, I, I, I really appreciate it. And my, my kids love your music. Uh, we, we play your music. We sing your music. My, my kids taught themselves some of your songs <laughs> on piano. So uh, your, your music has, has become part of our family. We, we really appreciate it. That means so much. Thank you so much. I, I love hearing that. I really do. That just warms my heart. You're welcome. And we'll get you back on here maybe in the middle of the process or something like that. And, or we'll get you on to maybe talk about a, a, a geekier topic at, at yeah. some point later on <laughs> down the road. But I, I did want to get this out there since since the campaign just kicked off and I wanted to, uh, to, to get the word out. So everyone, thanks for listening. Rick, again, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, Thank you. Is, Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, this is 10 the podcast 10 minutes every 10 days my name is john wilkerson thanks for sticking me and rick in your ears <laughs>